welcome to Veterinary Team Training Podcast. My name is Amy Newfield and I'm both the host and owner of Veterinary Team Training. Check out all of our other blogs and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com. I was approached by a colleague who asked if I could talk about hazing. And absolutely, I can talk about hazing. Let's really define what hazing is. You know, I was recently reading an article, and I didn't know this. I've heard this saying before, but it's the saying of nurses eat their young. I didn't know where it came from or the origin of it, but in this article, it cited that in 1986, nursing professor Judith Mensnier coined the phrase nurses eat their young as a call to action for nurses to stop ripping apart inexperienced coworkers. Bam. (laughs) I would agree with that. It turns out that sometimes our human medicine colleagues have the same pains that we do. And we see this in every hospital. There isn't a hospital that I've worked in where I don't see experienced veterinary technicians, veterinarians, even those who work in the front office, ripping and hazing anyone new that comes into the veterinary hospital. And interestingly enough, it's not even necessarily the inexperienced. I have a veterinary technician specialty in emergency critical care. And I can assure you that I personally have experienced hazing when I've entered in a new hospital as you know, someone brand new, yes, they know my credentials, but because I'm new, they don't care that I have 23 years experience and probably could help them in some way. They just want to haze me. They want to show me that they know more than me or whatever way I'm doing it, it's the wrong way. And it's almost to the point where they seem like they're helping you, but they're not helping you. They do it in such an aggressive but passive way that it's hard sometimes to recognize that they are hazing you. Now, there aren't veterinary statistics per se, but there are human medicine statistics. In fact, one study suggested that at least 85% of human registered nurses have been verbally abused by a fellow nurse. I would say that the number, if we were to do a study in veterinary medicine, it probably ranks up there with that. Another study suggested that 30% of nurses actually quit their job because of bullying. Um, And this is adding to the actual global nursing shortage in human medicine. I would probably say that I agree with that as well. And it, it goes beyond the bullying too. To me, it's just a toxic workplace environment. People just go from one toxic hospital to another toxic hospital and they're feeling undervalued, underappreciated, and they just finally say, I can't deal with this anymore. And they leave the profession sometimes altogether or they eventually hopefully find themselves in a happier workplace environment. So it is absolutely an issue that we're dealing with. And it's interesting that both human and veterinary medicine are dealing with sort of the same issue. So what really is the difference between bullying and hazing? Well, they're actually very similar. There's some psychologists who will actually try to differentiate between the two. But regardless, they don't make people feel very good. I think we all know what the definition of bullying is. Every person on the planet has had that feeling of so, of being bullied, right? It's, it's pretty freaking miserable. You're being made fun of. They're trying to embarrass you. They're harassing you. They might be, you know, physical or emotional harm. Whatever it is, they're poking fun and it's intentional and it's meant to purposely harm you. Now... 
when we talk about hazing, I think most people will agree that the difference is, is that it's a shorter period of time. And so you, until you can prove yourself, until you can earn your way in, the hazing continues. But once that individual has achieved the level at which the rest of the group feels is acceptable, then the hazing stops. Whereas bullying has no timetable. Bullying just kind of goes on forever. And it's one of those things that can really just eat away at someone. Hazing does have a timetable and it's really up to the group to decide that that new person or the outsider has been hazed enough that now they are part of the group. The difference also between the two is that bullies know they're being mean. It's purposeful, it's manipulative, it's just terrible. Those who are hazing sometimes actually think that they're being kind because that's how they were sort of initiated into the group. You know, they feel like, well, this is how people accepted me. I will treat this new person the same way. They don't see it as being harsh. And it's tough because from a leadership or a management standpoint, when we see these things in our culture within our hospital, we recognize that they're pretty toxic. But when you call it out to the team, they often don't even recognize it. So what does this look like in veterinary medicine? It's simple, we've all seen it. You get an inexperienced or even an experienced new veterinary associate. And I wanna be very clear that this is not a veterinary technician nurse issue. It is a whole hospital issue. And so this is including when you get a new practice manager into that hospital, I promise you, I have seen brand new practice managers who have 20 years of practice management experience in veterinary medicine under their belt get hazed by every member of the team. It's terrible. It's like that practice manager has to prove themselves worthy to everybody. So when I mean it's a hospital-wide issue, it's not just veterinary technicians and nurses. It's front office. It's veterinarians. It's everybody. I've seen brand new veterinarians come in and they're just beaming. They're super excited. Maybe they're new. Maybe they have some experience. And the rest of the veterinarian team rips them to shreds. They ostracize them. They push them aside. They're not helpful. And so really, it it looks like this. Brand new person comes in. They're like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to start here. And they've probably told their friends and family. Maybe they've posted on social media about it. First day at Animal Clinic XYZ, super excited. And then they go in. And at first, everyone is very forward-facing. Oh, thank you. Welcome to for joining our team. We're so happy to have you. This is going to be great. But very, very quickly in, the honeymoon phase ends and that new person is left fending for themselves. They might say, hey, do you have time to show me the computer? I have no time. You'll have to figure it out yourself. Oh, okay, okay, great. I'll figure that out by myself. Or, you know, veterinary technicians or nurses or veterinarians will start doing a procedure. You know, they're brand new. Maybe they don't know where everything is. And people can see that they're struggling or people can see that maybe that's not the way that the hospital necessarily has their employees do that certain thing and they'll just watch them fail and then they'll make fun of them and they'll say you know I just want to let you know that if you get caught placing that catheter the way that you did by your manager you're totally going to get written up well why didn't you say something as I was doing it And so this is what hazing looks like because it doesn't make the new person feel very welcomed. 
And we see it all the time. And here's what I hear is the excuse from veterinary professionals, and I'm sick and tired of it. People say over and over, well, no one helped me. No one trained me. I had to figure this out all by myself. That's the first thing I hear. And then the second thing I hear is, well, it's not in my job description. I'm not supposed to be training anyone. Whoa, where do I start? When you have employees that say that, first of all, there's a bigger issue there. You've got burned out, angry, resentful employees. You got to dive deep into why they're feeling that way. Second of all, I'll say this to the managers and the supervisors and leaders of hospitals. If it's not in their job description, they've got a point. So you need to put it in everyone's job description. Everyone should have a job description. First of all, don't even go there with how nobody has job descriptions in veterinary medicine. But (laughs) you need to have a job description. And in that job description, it needs to say educates and trains other individuals within their department, their, you know, job description, whatever that looks like, everybody needs to be on board with training each other. And for the individuals to say, no one ever trained me, that is just beeping BS. I'm trying not to curse on this podcast, but in all seriousness, it is BS. Someone trained you. You didn't just wake up brand new, roll into a veterinary hospital and know how to do everything. Even if you're the on-the-job trained veterinary technician nurse, I, I have news for you. Absolutely not. Someone trained you. They trained you how to place an IV catheter or how to monitor anesthesia or do a dental perfy or radiographs. If you are a veterinarian, obviously someone trained you because you went to vet med school. You went to med school. What do you think all the teachers did for you? And so I'm so sick and tired of people going, no one trained me. Get off your high horse. You know, the reality is if you're a veterinary technician who did go to school, your teachers trained you and you had externships. And the people in those hospitals where you performed your externships, they definitely trained you. They didn't just let you do anything. No, they stood by your side and made sure that you drew blood correctly or you placed a catheter. So everybody has been helped by somebody else. And to just throw your hands in the air and go, oh, it's not my job. No one trained me. Are you serious? Just be nice to each other. I I cannot even stand it when people say stuff like that. Okay, I'm sorry. Obviously, it's a very passionate topic for me, but it's very true. Those lame butt excuses, I'm really trying hard with the cursing. Those lame butt excuses don't fly. They really are lame because there's no basis for them because they're untrue. So let's figure out if we have a hospital culture where hazing is happening, where the new person is never good enough, can't believe we hired another idiot. And that's what our teams are saying. How do we dial that back in so that people are creating a culture of training that they are being kind to the new employee. Well, really first and foremost, it starts with leadership. Leadership has to make sure they have a wonderful three-month orientation period. And if you've not checked out my podcast or even my blog about that, please, please don't just throw new employees onto the floor and be like, good luck. I hope you succeed here. Godspeed. Figure it out on your own because that perpetuates the hazing culture that we have in our hospitals. You need to make sure you have a true orientation period 
Without it, employees feel like this new employee is a burden to them. If they recognize that there's a three-month period in which they have involvement in helping the new employee be successful, they're going to be less likely to haze. Now, there's no foolproof way in veterinary medicine or probably even in human medicine to guarantee hazing's not going to happen, but that is definitely a big one. Leaders need to cultivate a culture of training and caring for new employees rather than just dumping them onto the clinic floor and going, good luck, right? That's, that's step number one. Now, step number two is where we actually develop out and design a workplace hazing policy. I mean, how many of you have actually had this conversation with your team? So it's hard for teams to stop doing a behavior when no one ever discusses it. And so I struggle with hospitals when they reach out and say, we've got this problem. Every time we get a new employee here, the other employees seem to haze them and make them feel less than they don't help train them and then the new employee feels ostracized and leaves and i say to this individual well have you talked to your new employees about this no we told them to be nicer but what does that mean and so if you're in a leadership role it goes beyond that you literally need to sit down have a conversation with your team talk about what hazing is how it is showing up in the hospital consider even posting a list of unacceptable behaviors and put them in a common area like a break room certainly develop a poster or you know distribute online materials that target sort of the dangers of hazing and how when we haze in our hospitals and we lose a new employee, we don't just lose one brand new employee. This is another thing to express to your teams. When we lose a brand new employee and they run out of the hospital screaming with their hands above their heads, thinking that it's the worst place in the world to work, you didn't just lose one employee. You probably lost 10 because that individual knows a lot of veterinarians, front office individuals, you know, veterinary technicians, assistants, and nurses. And I promise you, they tell every single one of those people about how terrible your hospital is and how they should absolutely not work there because it's such a wretched workplace environment. So we don't just lose one employee when it's a toxic reason why that employee has left we lose probably 10 employees. And so if your hospital is struggling with retaining new employees, that's probably why. Unfortunately, they've got a bad reputation and the world of veterinary medicine is super small. The third and final thing that we really need to focus on is just really dialing it back into team building, right? So it it's when we have people who are hazing new employees, they want to ostracize the new team member. And so we need to be able to create team building exercises, teach employees how to trust each other, how to form groups, um, and really focus on the excitement of getting a new team member. What does that look like? And when we get a new team member, we bring them in and we bring the, maybe do a team builder as soon as we get that new employee. So that new employee feels welcomed and that they're part of the team. Most of the time hazing occurs because the rest of the team doesn't see them as that new team member, right? They they need to prove themselves. I don't know you, maybe you can't do surgery. Until you can prove you can do surgery, I am not going to trust you. And it is hard because 
trust takes a while to build up. And I think that that's why a lot of hazing does occur because of that distrust of that new employee. But if we can find a way to include that new member very early on in a team builder or making sure that we have a true welcome, this is our new employee, we can start to bridge that gap and really build that trust up in that team. There's never going to be a perfect solution, but I think ultimately it comes into shifting the mindset of the current team away from nobody did it for me to, oh, look, there's somebody new and I really want to include them. And even having that conversation with them and having them recognize that, again, their behavior is so bad (laughs) that they're causing it new employee after new employee to exit and that we're losing probably 10 to 20 potential employees because of their behavior might be an eye opener for them. It's hard. I think you have to look at why they're doing the behavior that they're doing. And again, it's probably because they're burned out and they're angry and they're feeling resentful. But they also may not recognize that they're doing it. And so if you are in a leadership role, recognize it's a it's a big issue. We have to be able to see that our hospital is experiencing it first in order to then take steps to prevent it. And then have that open conversation. But if it's a particular individual or a group of individuals, dial into why they think they're doing that behavior or point it out to them. Again, in that polite, kind, but honest approach to say, Maybe you're not aware you're doing this, but you are doing it. And let's talk about why you're doing it. And if they give you those lame excuses, like I mentioned before, call it out because that's a ridiculous thing. Someone helped them. And if it's not in their job description, it needs to be in their job description. And then dial it back into just focusing on the overall team. We want to create a culture of training and helping each other. Wouldn't that be nice? We just are kind to each other and we help each other. And when we see somebody new struggling, we go and we help them because they're part of our team rather than, oh, they need to prove themselves. That's the mindset we have to shift in our hospital. I hope that this has you take a look at your own hospital and maybe has shared some ideas of how to start changing the culture and the idea and the mindset within your own because it truly is an issue. Hazing happens in every single workplace environment. Thank you for all that you do. Check out all the other amazing blogs and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com and keep on being a unicorn. 